Good afternoon. Wanted to get you an update on some macro information that came out. Uh, I'm going to play armchair quarterback here on economics as uh, I have a very rough understanding of it, but I'll do my best to, un- to explain it to you, kind of what happened today. Uh, Chairman Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, came out and announced that he would not raise interest rates yet, uh, but that he would likely sometime next year start raising rates. Um, the market is anticipating two to three rate increases, so better plan on higher interest rates probably in the second half of next year. He also increased the rate of tapering. Uh, He is currently stimulating uh, the economy to the tune of about $120 billion a month. He is reducing that stimulus. It was going to be $15 billion a month. It's now up to $30 billion a month. He's reducing that stimulus. So he will be uh, out of the market, theoretically, by next March and will no longer be stimulating the economy. Um, This is all coming after heavy criticism of his botched call on inflation. If you remember from last May, he called this inflation temporary or transitory, and now he has removed that uh, as last Friday's print on inflation was 6.8%, the highest in 40 years. And so this will go down in history as one of the worst calls in inflation maybe ever by a Fed president. Uh, So it did kind of force his hand to change his policy pretty aggressively. But he has to be careful not to be uh, too, too aggressive on rate hikes to lock this economy back down again. So he has to thread the needle, so to speak. Um, The market has priced in two to three rate hikes. The market priced in a slightly more aggressive stance on tapering. So because what he said today matched expectations, uh, the stock market went from being down and negative and worried about the press conference, has now rallied very strongly and is on the highs of the day here at about 3.30 this afternoon. So the market liked... um, his uh, press conference, and he didn't scare anybody, and in the, for the most part did a very good job, according to most of the pundits, uh, on, on the management of, of this interest rate and stimulus uh, discussion. And so what we can expect, like I say, sometime next year is a hike in interest rates, probably two hikes starting in June and then another one maybe next fall, to try to you know pull some of the stimulus out of the economy as it's running very very hot. Uh, for us in our business, uh, several updates here. We did have a very large ethanol crush again this last week. 110 million bushels. We only need to do 94 to hit the USDA estimate. So huge demand for corn uh, by ethanol plants as their margins. Uh, maintain very high levels. So, you know, we can expect an adjustment by the USDA at some point, who knows when, on the demand side of the balance sheet showing bigger ethanol demand. Uh, Good size soy crush, it missed the market expectations by a little bit, but not a lot. So very big soy crush. So, you know, uh, industrial use for corn and beans in the United States are running very, very high. We are watching weather in the United States as maybe one of the biggest windstorms ever in its scale and and intensity 
that has started in New Mexico and will be stretching through into Oklahoma and Kansas. And for the first time ever, they are anticipating a possible tornado in Minnesota and Wisconsin in December, something that has never happened before. But um, it accentuates the concern that's starting to brew in the United States for very, very dry conditions on the, uh, the wheat crop. And these heavy winds uh, are not helping the situation at all. We're also starting to see very dry weather in Argentina and southern Brazil. And there, are, there is talk now that analysts have to consider starting to lower the soybean and corn crop in those areas. So we'll keep an eye on that. It's an early story um, that the market doesn't want to really talk about at the moment. But, you know, I'm getting a lot of reports in of, of rain being forecast and rain not hitting. So we'll see over the next few weeks whether the South American weather story starts to gather attention, uh, you know, in, in the corn and soybean markets. And to, you know, verify the, the variables that we are looking at, we continue to monitor for our markets remain this, you know, starting with a very, very high demand on the industrial side for corn and beans. Uh, that means that the market, you know, is, is very stable on the demand side, not only here domestically, but internationally. Uh, we also are, are very concerned about record high fertilizer prices and the probability that with record high natural gas prices in Europe, where they manufacture a fair amount of this fertilizer, uh, meaning smaller production of fertilizer in Europe, uh, that we are going to probably see higher fertilizer prices going into the next year, and that what we are seeing is a massive dislocation in the price of fertilizer versus corn versus historicals. If you remember last time fertilizer was this high in 2008, we had $7 corn, not 550 So we're keeping an eye on that price relationship and when we have the real world discussion of when it time when it's time to buy fertilizer and take delivery what will the price be then in february and march and what will availability like none of the uh the information i'm getting looks good for that it looks like we will have high prices and very serious problems of getting everything that we need the other thing we're of course monitoring is fuel prices uh, they have had a big correction after the omicron headline uh, which now seems to be pretty much a non-issue. The press wants to make it more, but the real-world data, maybe the infection rates are high, but the actual death rates are very, very low for Omicron. So I suspect that story should go away here in the next several months, but they're going to do their best to hang on to it. Um, but you know, use this correction in fuel prices to add to your energy needs for the rest of the summer. If, go out as far out as you can and buy these low prices for fuel. Uh, the balance sheets on crude oil continue to look very, very concerning. Uh, I sent you a video, emailed you a video here uh, about that. Uh, Major oil analyst calling for at least $100 a barrel, but most believe he's being conservative. We're, you know, continue to monitor the South American weather story and the U.S. weather story uh, as variables uh, there will lead to concerns about production, but we're a ways away from those impacting the market. We may not have um, 
you know, any market impact on, on those stories until well after the first of the year out of South America and sometime this spring in the United States. So no changes in any of my targets. Still looking for the 640, 650 old crop corn. Still looking for $6 new crop corn. That would be just a modest correction in its price relationship versus fertilizer. We could go much, much higher than that on new crop corn. Still looking for 14 to 14.50 beans. Still looking for $9 plus wheat. And uh, still looking for a wide training range in cotton as we may dip down back and retest the lows around a dollar two but ultimately i think once uh, we get into the spring excuse me after the first of the year get into that february march time frame that large short on the march will get squeezed one more time and we will ultimately test that 120 and break it i believe so that's the update hope you have a wonderful day talk to you soon thank you again these are my opinion and not those of adm or admis